Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. I praise you. I magnify you. I glorify you. You are king of kings. You are the great I am. You are the prince of peace. You are the love of my life. You are the keeper of my soul. And I just want to pause this morning and just simply say thank you, Lord God. I cannot thank you enough for everything that you have done for me. I cannot thank you enough. I cannot worship you enough. I cannot say enough about you. I promise you, I cannot. I am just grateful you are God and you are God alone. And I'm able to come to you and I'm able just to bless your name and I'm able just to praise you. I'm able to worship you. I'm able to express myself openly with you. I am so grateful and so thankful. You are so amazing and you are so awesome. And I just want to start out this morning by saying, thank you, God. 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 You are so, 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 so worthy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My God, I thank you. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Hey, I hope you're getting logged in. I just had to pause a minute and give him thanks. You know, it says we are in to enter his courts with thanks, get entering into his gates. Some hair going on. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, enter into his courts with praise. And I just don't want to ever come before him. And I haven't thanked him before I make any requests before I make my agenda known for the day. I just don't want to enter into his presence any longer without blessing him and thanking him and giving him his just due because I owe him that. I, I, I owe him, I owe him that. I owe him, I owe him that. I owe him a thank you. I owe him gratitude. And I'm not just talking about an Instagram post or a Facebook post that says, I owe, like, I owe God my very life. And so I'm just, he's do a thank you. He's do a thank you. For those of you guys just coming in, we just took a moment and we just praised God and we just blessed his name. And I'm so grateful and thankful for you as well. So do me a favor. Go follow me absolutely everywhere and subscribe. Don't just follow to my YouTube channel. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. Uh, you can catch old videos. You can see my growth in Christ. You can catch interviews. And I'm going to talk about that in just a minute. So go subscribe. Go recommend somebody to subscribe. I'll drop this picture on the wall. And you can follow and say, hey, go follow your girl LMJ. So go do that for me this morning. Uh, I don't know if you've been paying attention. I hope so. But the launch pad, oh, I'm not Bible study. We don't want Bible study. We're not on Bible study this Tuesday. Hold on just a second. Oh, I know why I did that. We don't want Bible study. Um, the launch pad is active up and registration. Our very first class is already full and sold out. So if you missed how to get your mojo back, you can definitely register for other classes. If any of you are connected to a smaller ministry and um, you definitely need to know 
or you're interested in knowing how to work children's and youth ministry through this ministry, the next workshop also next Friday is on how to build and and do programming and different things for smaller ministries when you have smaller groups, smaller volunteers. So make sure you get registered, but how to get your mojo back is already sold out. So don't wait thinking you have time to register for these workshops. They're moving super, super fast. Um, And y'all know what I'm about to bring up, right? <laughs> My book, The Launch. Go get the launch. Go get the launch. Go get the launch. Go get the launch. If you haven't bought the book, go get the launch. You might think, ah, this isn't for me. I promise you, I'm rereading the launch right now as if I didn't write the launch and I'm going through the daily steps, checking myself, making sure I'm not missing anything, making sure I'm communing with God daily. You can order that on the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com backslash the launch. Go get the launch. I promise you, not because I wrote it, but because God divinely inspired it. This book is going to bless you. And then, huh, I, this is part of my love. I'm like, huh. Look, Saturday editions are going to be back in the fall for Coffee and Conversations. Some of you that started with me early knows I used to do Saturday interviews. Um, I transitioned to Real Talk with LMJ. Real Talk with LMJ still exists. Um, and then I love how God repurposed the thing. And then we'll be back in the fall with Saturday editions of Coffee and Conversations, which look totally different than the daily devotional. This is where I take time and interview. So if you know someone that's a hero or a heroine on their own right, who just has a very unique story about triumph, um, connect them with the ministry. They can email us info at justbeinglmj.com and we will review their bio, review their story, review their books and uh, get with my associate producer and we'll see about getting them slated for the fall for Coffee and Conversations special Saturday editions. We only have eight sessions this fall. So yeah, I know, Ramonda, I'm excited too. I love when God repurposes a thing and it's like, come back in it. So if you know someone that needs to be interviewed, shoot, shoot us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. My associate producer for this show will look over and say, I think this is somebody we really need to make an introduction to our world and make an introduction to our population. So make sure you do that. The Flyer is on Facebook Live and it'll be up back up on YouTube a little bit later. I want to remind you something before we do our Bill Winston confession. Remember and remind yourself to ask the questions, right? Um, is this true to what have I experienced? Those are the questions we're asking as we're studying the word of God. How, what a problem do I have to this? What light does this situation bring to my life? How can I share this with someone else? How can I apply this to my life? Those are the things that we ask when studying the word of God so that we're not just studying the word of God mundanely. And if you want uh, to see that, you can log on to YouTube a little bit later and jot those down. If you haven't jot, no, jotted those down, make sure you get those down. They will help increase your study life. Let's go ahead and get our confession in, our Bill Winston confession. We're going to... Um, we're going to decree a thing and establish it says, I decree from this moment forward that I see myself the way God sees me. I'm highly favored of the Lord. 
I'm crowned with glory and honor. I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. I'm reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now in Jesus' name, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment and supernatural increase. I'm restored. I have petitions granted, laws, policies, and rules changed, and battles won which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God is on my life. In Jesus' name, every morning when I rise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. Let it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. The doors are now open for me that men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me and no hindrance can delay me in Jesus' name. I'm honored by my father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I'm special to him. I'm the object of his affection and I'm the apple of his eye. I'm blessed, my God, and highly favored of the Lord. You, can I tell you something? God already knows who you are. This is so that you establish without a doubt who you are. God already knows who you are. God isn't confused about who you are. God understands that you are the righteousness in Christ Jesus. God already knows who you are and whose you are. Confession establishes a thing, brings our spirit into alignment and agreement, my God, with what the word of God already says about us. Because if we understood our righteousness, I promise you some of the things that we've allowed to go on in our life, we wouldn't continue to allow those things to go on in our life. And the reason that we wouldn't allow those things to go on in our life is because without a doubt, we know who we are. So I need to share a little bit of today's testimony, which is going to kind of go in alignment. And God loves our transparency. And Jesus loves when we admit our weak moments and when we need God. And you know that uh, Paul said his grace is sufficient and that in our weaknesses is when he comes alive and is made strong. And I think, and I think I know a lot of times we try to handle so, or we're such in a fashion of handling things in our own strength that it becomes second nature and we see a blind side to it. So I, 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 lo- I was, uh, yesterday I had been believing God for some things and I left and it's so much to this testimony that God showed me and reflected. I left and I went to Bible study. And as I get in Bible study, I was approached by someone and they were like, you have been on my heart all day. And I was like, hmm. So the first thing that I learned was about being in position. <laughs> and I'm going to show you this in relation to what we're studying. The very first thing that I learned from my, that yesterday is being in position is so important. Being in position is so important. And so I'm in there and they were like, you do you need anything? And I looked up and I said, as a matter of fact, I do. And they said, well, just talk to me after church. And I was like, cool. And, and so then it's funny because somebody else was texting me at the same time and said, I need to see you after church. And so I was like, okay, Lord, you are something. You are something else. So we get through Bible study and I'm in Bible study and I'm grateful and I'm thanking him. And I start thinking I'm 
Being in position means everything. Being in position means everything. Most people don't know that I drive an hour to an hour and 10 minutes to Bible study every night. My church is not local, um, but God called me to my church and he called me to where I am. And I'm supposed to be at that church. And I know I'm supposed to be at that church. And so I drive about an hour and 10 in and an hour and 10 out for Bible study. And so I'm driving an hour and 10 and I'm sitting there. I said, and I, and I tell myself, even on days that I'm tired or overwhelmed, cause my days start early, like two 30. I'm like, Lord, I'm going because I know I need to be in position. So I'm in Bible study and I'm just thanking him for being in position. I'm thanking him. I'm like, Lord, I'm thanking him for being in position. I'm thanking him for yielding to the Holy spirit and not allowing myself to take over particular situations or for making excuses of why I don't need to drive to Bible study. I do a Bible study on Tuesday night. The enemy has tried to use every excuse in my life. He said things to me like, well, you're in Bible study on Tuesday night. You don't need to be in Bible study on Wednesday, but Bible study on Wednesday is so that I'm in assembly with my, my church family. And so that also I'm getting poured into by my pastors and everything else. So the first thing that I learned about this was in position. And I guess I better go ahead and teach the devotional today as well, because it already all lines up. Remember that we end in our pray. Uh, I'll pray, pause and pray. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for your word today. We thank you for a divine word today. We thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for the witness that comes from on high. We thank you for your glory being revealed and your truth being revealed today and your protection around our lives and your word that is going forth. We thank you. We are divinely aligning the word of God and we are getting aligned. We are repurposed for your glory. We are repurposed for your glory. I thank you that every person under the sound of my voice, my God, rises up and takes their position in kingdom, that they will no longer dwell in a lowly place, that they will no longer dwell in a depressed state, that they will no longer dwell in a fatalistic state, that they will no longer dwell in a happenstance, Lord God, that they will rise up today, my God, and take their position in Christ Jesus, realizing you are the final authority. You have the final say so. You desire to bless them. You desire to keep them. You desire to lead them. You desire to grow them. You desire to equip them. You desire to love them. You have designed them as a righteous, my God. Give them revelation today, Father God, of who they are. Give them revelation today, Lord God, of your power in their life. Give them revelation so that they walk into the fullness and the hope of who you call them to be in Christ Jesus. Open their eyes, remove the scales, lift up the dead weights, Father God, and let them, my God, let them experience you today like never before. I thank you for provision. I thank you for protection. I thank you for for your glory. I thank you for your peace. I thank you for your joy. I thank you, Father God. We lay aside every stronghold, every sin, and every weight that easily besets us. And we're walking in the fullness of who you called us to be. My God, let the Holy Ghost go before us. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart 
<laughs> be established in your sight and let the Holy Spirit be the greater witness. My God, miracle signs, wonders, and marvels today, oh Lord. Miracle signs, wonders, and marvels today, oh Lord. Let their peace be established in the devotional today and that they see the word, my God, like never before. In Jesus' name, amen. My God, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Oh my God. Oh my God. Y'all know I get so excited about praying. Oh my God. So let me finish unpacking this thing and I'm going to parallel this right to the woman with the issue of bug and her suffering for something for so long and how Jesus, God was showing me this. And so I'm in Bible study and I'm thanking him for first for being in position. And I'm showing you here, she had to get in position. She was in, my God, come on, show me this Holy Spirit. She was in the wrong position at first. She was in doctor's offices. She was probably at her friend's them house. She was probably in other places. She probably had traveled long distances. She was in the wrong position at first. I had to be in position. That's why I tell you, if God tells you to do something in a season, you need to get in position. If he tells you to get up and watch this devotional, if he tells you to be connected to LMJ Ministries, if he tells you to be connected to your church, you need to get in position and don't get in position haphazardly because a blessing is going to come in position. Had I not been in position at church, had I made excuses, had I talked about the rain, had I talked about the hour and 10 minute drive, had I talked about how tired I was, had I allowed my weaknesses, my God, had I allowed my weaknesses to rule this thing, I would have missed the opportunity of what happens next. Ask yourself, how long have my weaknesses, how long has my infirmed state, how long has my depression, how long has my fibromyalgia, how long has whatever has been, how long has my broken marriage, how long has whatever it is that has been in afflicting me. My God, how long has whatever it is been afflicting me taken over my life and allowed me to lie in a weak position or state and allowed me to make excuses for me not to be in position? Where am I not in position so that I'm missing every opportunity and the blessing of God? My God, I have to shift in position. That's where my blessings are going to come from. And so this woman is shifting. She's getting in position. She's getting in position. She's breaking protocol. It doesn't make sense. God will require some things out of you in this next season so that he can mature you, so he can grow you, so he can rearrange your mindset, so that he can do do a new thing in you. But the only way that he's going to be able to do that is that you get in position and you throw away and you abandon all possible excuses. We're done with excuses. My uncle always teaches me an excuse is just a lie. So you have to set yourself in to get into position. My God, how long have the things that you've been through allowed you to stay in a funky position? You're in a funky position. You're in a position. You're in a position because you won't get outside your comfort zone. Can I tell you something? She was not, according to their laws, supposed to be in the midst. My God, she was not supposed to be in the midst of people. As a matter of fact, she was supposed to be on the outside of the city limits. But she had made a determination because she heard Jesus was coming that if I don't go for this, my God, what a word for somebody. If I don't go for this, 
I'm not going to be what I need. I'm not going to get what I need. I'm not going to manifest in what I need. When I made a decision to, to be with Canaan and to put my ministry under their ministry and to serve in my church house, I don't just have a ministry, but I serve in my church house. When I made a decision to serve in my church house, it wasn't about my comfortable places. It was about me getting in position so God could get use me for one so that I, he could get the glory out of my life, but also the, so that God could work on me. See, it's uncomfortable to excel. It's uncomfortable to elevate. A lot of times we want to elevate, excel, have, be, do all of this, but we don't want to make the necessary changes. We don't want to get in position. So I had to get into position yesterday. I had to get my butt up, get in my car, drive down to the church and get to this Bible study. And I'm glad I let my spirit lead and not my natural man. So after church, they come up. Now I'm going to tell you a couple things. After church, I, they come up. And after they come up and they're like, what do you need? And I was like, you know, I was explaining to them what my needs were. Well, I didn't explain all my needs. And as I began to get in the car, the Lord began to deal with me. He said, why didn't you tell them everything that you needed? And I said, God, what do you mean? He said, you gave them only a portion of what you need. And he dealt with me. He said, one, there's a prideful place in there somewhere. And I'm like, well, I just didn't want to, you know, worry them or overwhelm them or consume them. And he said, absolutely not. I put them and sent them. You've been believing me for everything. I put them in place so that they could be the blessing that you need. And so this morning I started meditating and I want you to see this. I'm pretty sure she tried all the doctors. Let's get into here. It's Mark 5 and 27, 26. It says she had suffered a great deal from many doctors. And over the years, she had spent everything she had to pay them. But she had gotten no better. In fact, she had gotten worse. I'm pretty sure she tried everything in her natural man. And I, she tried because she didn't understand that Jesus was what Jesus was able to offer her. And I'm pretty sure that we struggle in a lot of areas. Or you struggling is still in some areas because you're not allowing... Jesus to offer you everything he has to offer you. He's trying to let you understand. And yesterday, Lord was like, I'm trying to offer you everything that I have to offer you. So I need to deal with your righteousness, my God. And we got to church and my uncle was teaching on righteousness. He said, you don't think, my God, you don't think you, you're worthy to receive because you may have made some bad decisions in your finances years ago. You don't think you're worthy to receive Oh, my God, that I have due to you, Lakeisha. So I need you to understand in my righteous, I, righteousness, and because you've walked out this thing in ministry, I'm going to take care of every need. So when I send someone your way to take care of you, I need you to come out of yourself and open up your mouth. Oh, my God. And open up your mouth. And it wasn't about my faith. My faith is huge. It was about me understanding my righteousness and that I'm my daddy's daughter and that he loves and desires to take care of me. And in my weaknesses, he is made strong and he gets the glory. That's my next point to you. He can only get the glory out of the situation when you're in position, <laughs> when you're in position. 
So I had to say to myself, I'm righteous, I'm right standing, and I'm worthy of you, God, taking care of me at every level and every capacity that you desire to take care of me. And I don't have to do anything on my own. And it's not weak for me to say, this is what I need. It's not weak. I'm so used to being strong and being there for everybody else that I haven't learned all the art to receiving. And he said to me, it's not weak for you to receive. When you hinder the receiving, you're hindering the blessing. Go ahead and put yourself in position to receive, understanding I'm doing a new thing for you. And if you do what you do for me, I got to take care of you, baby girl. I got to take care of you. So I had to establish righteousness in me to understand that it's way bigger than I thought and imagined. It's way bigger than I thought and imagined. And so I know at this point that she's encountering Jesus, she realizes it's way bigger than what she thought or imagined. It's way bigger. And ask yourself, why am I not, ask yourself, why have I probably not walked into the full, am I in position? Do I understand my righteousness? See, Jesus had not yet died and ascended. So she was encountering the purest form of him here on earth. He, she was encountering, come on, Paula, that, 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 that's exactly how I was feeling. Sometimes I think I'm asking too much and the Lord was like, no, you are my daughter and it's not weak for you to receive my blessing. I'm longing to take care of you beyond exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask and imagine. So next time I send somebody your way, you need to say, because even if they don't have it to give to you, whatever the need is, they can stand in the gap in position for you. So you got to figure out whether or not you understand your righteousness. Do I understand my righteousness and what came with my right standing and me accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? And, and because we've been taught to toil, my God, because we've been taught to toil, because we've been taught to struggle, I'm not, I, because she was taught this is the way that you get your healing, because we've been taught all the wrong things of how God blesses us, we'll struggle in areas, go for broke, miss opportunities, not be in position because we're trying to do it our way and we need to encounter the king of kings. We need to encounter the king of kings and how we're going to encounter the king of kings is by getting in position, is by getting in position, open to receive and understanding the fullness of what our righteousness. That's why we're confessing Bill Winston. That's why we're confessing his word. That's why we're standing steadfast on his promises and his word. So I had to turn around and repent for, I said, Father, forgive me for not understanding all my righteousness in every area and for not Praying is big and bold. I've been praying as big and bold for everybody else. I got to get in position and pray as big as bold for LMJ as well and believe that you're going to do absolutely everything you need to do for me because I'm in position. So you got to get in position. She had to get in position. She had to break protocol and press in. There was a crowd standing around her. I'm sure it was not comfortable. Can I tell y'all something? Sharing my testimony with y'all is not always comfortable. It is not always easy. I don't just do this and be like, oh my gosh. As a matter of fact, when he starts saying, I need you to share this, I'm like, Jesus, 
okay, Lord, okay, Lord, these are my personal moments. And he's like, I need you to share this. I'm like, oh my, but I know you're overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. And the more that I testify, the more that I testify, the more that I get free and someone else gets free as well. So you got to get in position. You got to make sure you understand your righteousness and get right standing with him. You keep trying to think it's these acts and these all this other stuff. You got to understand what Jesus did at the cross so that you're able to receive your healing. My God, if she didn't understand who Jesus was, she would have never got her healing. She would have never walked into a healing. She would have never got in place. If she wouldn't have understood, if she didn't finally get a revelation of who Jesus was, she would not have walked into the fullness of what she needed to happen yet, which could only happen at the hand of Jesus. He doesn't want us dependent upon anybody else. He doesn't want us consumed with anybody else. He doesn't want us taking things into our own matters, into our own hands, into our own account. He wants us to just, he wants to be your one and only true God. He wants to be the only king in your life. Just that's, that's why we're establishing the fact that we're the apple of his eye. He wants to take care. He longs to heal you. He longs to move for you. He longs to do absolutely everything. Get in position. So I had to repent. I was like, Lord, deal with me. I'm sorry with my little prideful, hiding little place where I'm not looking for you to take care of me at the capacity that you are supposed to take care of me. Thank you for revelation in your word and showing me that she suffered. I ain't suffering no more. I'm not going to suffer because I won't get in position. I'm not going to suffer because I won't come out my comfort zone. I'm not going to suffer because I won't break protocol. I'm because I'm, I'm not going to suffer because I won't get in the position because I'm afraid of what someone thinks of it, or I'm afraid of what they may say about me, or I'm afraid or I'm listening to the voices around me talk trash to me or to tell me, don't, why do you drive somebody who's like, why do you drive so far? I drive so far because that's the place that the Lord has positioned me. I'm connected to the things that I'm connected to because that's the way the Lord positioned me. I started my ministry because he positioned me. I started my Bible study because he positioned me. I can't take no glory off of this. I can't get no glory out of this. I start, I, everything I do is because he positioned me and this is where he told me to be. And so I shut, I've learned, I'm learning and learn to shut out the voices, understand my righteousness and get in position so that the things that are supposed to happen supernaturally in my life manifest. We are not of this world. <laughs> we are not of this world. We are not of this world and we don't need to act like this world. We need to act like we're not from this world. Stop toiling all night struggling, being overwhelmed and consumed, consumed by things that Jesus longs, my God, that Jesus longs and looks for to take care of us. Well, that's it. We're out of time. That was so good. That was so good. Not because I taught it, because I know the Holy Spirit was. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.